Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Hello. You want to say hello? Hi. Today was a very, very exciting, well, not really exciting, but it was a really fulfilling day. We literally pulled everything out of Peyton's cubbies and everything out of her drawers and everything out of her closet. And we got rid of all of the toys that she didn't use anymore. We're going to donate all the books that she didn't use anymore. Um, And gave some of your old clothes to to little Penny. Yeah, that is my... Is she your my sister? S- no, that's yeah. your older sister's sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you guys have different dads, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know. I just... I, I that's don't... okay. And and guess what else we did? We rearranged Peyton's room. So we moved all yeah. the furniture, so it looked a little bit bigger. Cause when we now first... my bed is facing the sun... My window now. Yeah, it looks so beautiful, huh? Yeah, but I don't... The, the sun will wake me up. It will be like, wake up! Yeah, but you and know I'll, what? That's kind of cool. Because now you don't... Now you won't ever sleep in. And then I'll be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. I'm trying to sleep. And then mm-hmm. I'll go back to sleep. Yeah. Okay, so let's jump into our book. But that was so exciting today, huh? Doesn't it feel good yeah. that your room is so clean? Yeah, gosh, it feels so good, but my room's clean, too. Okay, so tonight we're reading book nine. Junie B. Jones is not a crook. Do you remember this book? Uh-huh. I don't know. Did we read this one? Oh, we did read this one. <gasps> Oreo. Yeah, I know. This was one of the ones she got. Stinker. Just a little bit, though. Little, All right. What a little poop. Mm-hmm. Chapter one, No Good Reason. My name is Junie B. Jones. The B stands for Beatrice, except I don't like Beatrice. I just like B and that's all. Here's a story for you. It's called Once Upon a Time, my grandfather named Frank Miller went to the store and he bought me some mittens. Once Upon a Time, my grandfather named Frank Miller went to the store and he bought me some mittens. They are made of black furry fur. And guess what? It was not (coughs) even my birthday or Christmas or Valentine's Day. Plus, the mittens were not even on sale. Grandpa Miller just bought them for no good reason, and that is the bestest reason I ever heard of. How come I love this guy so much? Plus, also, he can skip. The end. I like that story a a real lot. Because guess why? I didn't even make it up. That's why. The adventure actually happened to me. My Grandpa Miller did buy me the mittens for no good reason. And they are gorgeous, I tell you. When I first opened them, I got filled with glee. Glee is when you run and jump and skip and laugh and clap and dance on top of the dining room table. Then your mother makes you, it takes you down from the table and she carries you to your room for a timeout. Timeout kills the glee. I wore my new mittens in the whole entire morning. Plus, I wore them to the afternoon kindergarten. I wore them to more than with my attractive winter jacket, only it wasn't actually cold out. Only, who even cares? Because that outfit looked beautiful together. I showed my mittens to my bestest friend named Grace. Also, 
I showed them to a variety of strangers. After school, I held my hand, my hands over my head and I run all over the playground. Use like this. <laughs> I know. That's weird. Look, everybody, look at my new mittens. My grandpa Frank Miller bought them for me for no good reason. I waved them around the air. How many children see these lovely things? Raise your hands, I hollered. Nobody raised their hands. How many children think these gorgeous these mittens are gorgeous? Please come forward, I yelled. But nobody came forward. I put my hands back down and walked to that grace. I couldn't create any interest, I said, very gloom. Only, guess what? Just then, I spotted my... Oh, there's Aki. <laughs> I spotted my other bestest friend named Lucille. I ran my fastest to greet her. Luce... Okay. I don't know if you guys can hear that screeching noise, but that last podcast we said that our my oldest daughter, Peyton's big sister, has an umbrella cockatoo, and he sure screeches, huh, Peyton? Yeah, he's like, I know, sometimes he's like, ah, and yeah. it just means he's happy. <laughs> and he's, sometimes he does it when he hears music. Dad, he loves music, and he dances, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I ran my fastest to greet her. Lucille, Lucille, look at my gorgeous new mittens. See them? They are made out of black furry fur. Lucille petted them. My family has lots of fur, she said. My mother has a fur cape and my aunt has a fur jacket and my uncle has a fur hat. Plus my Nana just bought a brand new mink coat, only she can't wear it outside of the house or people will throw paint on her. My mouth came all the way wide open. Why, Lucille? Why will three people throw paint on your Nana? I asked. Lucille crossed her arms. Do you know anything, Junie B. Jones? It's because people who love furry animals don't like them being made into coats for Nanas. Just then, I felt relief in me. Because I'm not even a Nana, that's why. And besides, my mittens aren't even made of real furry animals. They're made out of fake furry animals, and those kind don't even count. All of a sudden, the bell rang for school. I zoomed to my room like a speeding rocket. Because guess why? More people to show my mittens to. That's why. Chapter 2. Fur Hands. I showed my mittens to my teacher. Her name is Miss. She has another name too, but I just like Miss and that's all. Feel them, Miss, I said. Feel how soft they are. I rubbed them on her face. Ooh, they are soft, Junie B, she said. Be sure to put them in your jacket pocket so they don't get lost, okay? I skipped very happy to my seat. Yeah, only I'm not even going to lose them. (sighs) I'm not even going to lose them, I said to myself. I'm going to wear them right on my hands the whole live long day. Because I love these guys, that's why. I took off my attractive winter jacket and I sat at the table. Then I tapped Lucille with my furry mittens. Hello, how are you today? I have fur hands. See them, Lucille? See my hands of fur? I flew them in the air. This is what fur hands look like when they're flying in the air, I said. I waved hello. This is what fur hands look like when they're waving hello. Lucille did a frown. You're becoming annoying, she said. That's how I turned around and I smiled at a boy named William. I have fur hands, William. See them? See my fur hands? I tapped on his head. I think he's a little Look. too excited. He's not. He looks like... He, William is scared of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think... I, he's a baby. I know. 
This is what fur hands look like when they're tapping on your head, I said. Just then, I got up from my chair and I skipped to my boyfriend named Ricardo. I tickled him under the chin with my soft hands of fur. This is what fur feels like when you're tickling under when you when they're tickling under your chin, I said. Then I grinned and grinned, cause that boy brings the best out of me, that's why. Pretty soon I saw Miss saw me in my seat, and she held my hand open and marched me back to my, my table. Seat? This is how fur hands look like when they're marching to my table, I said. Miss plopped me in my chair. Then she pulled off my fur hands and she pulled them back on her desk. I did a sad sigh. That is how fur hands look when they're no longer in my possession, I whispered. After that, I put my head on my desk and I covered them with my arms. And I didn't come out for a real long time. Mom, John, one. Dude, I know. I can't even. This is like too crazy. I... Rudy makes me sleepy. What about you? Mm-mm. I think it does because you already rolled over. Oh, there's your yawn. That's yep. my second one. Oh, my gosh. Chapter 3, Being Brownie. Miss said I could have my mittens back at recess. I stared and stared at the clock. Then I tapped my fingers on my table and I did a loud breath. Lucille tattled on me. Jeannie B keeps tapping her fingers and making loud breaths and I can't even concentrate on my work, she crouched. Miss came to my table. Hello, how are you today? said, kind of nervous. I'm fine, except I don't actually have my mittens. She tapped her foot real fast. That was not a good sign, I think. Only, guess what? Just then, the bell rang. Oh boy, I yelled, oh boy, oh boy, because now I can have my mittens back, right? Right, Miss? Right? I zoomed to her desk and put them on my hands. Then I rubbed those softy things all over my cheeks. It's good to be with you again, I whispered into the fur. After that, I put my attractive winter jacket. <sighs> After that, I put on my attractive winter jacket and I skipped outside with my friends. Me and my tattletale Lucille and that Grace played horses together at recess. I'm brownie, Lucille's blackie, and that Grace is yellowy. I'm yellowy, shouted Grace. I'm blackie, shouted Lucille. I'm brownie, shouted, I shouted. Just then, I looked at my mittens and I did a frown, because there is a little bit of a problem here, I think. Yeah, only I can't be brownie, because my horse paws are black, and so I think I have two different colors, apparently. No, no. Just because your gloves are black, that doesn't mean you can't be brown. That's true. Lucille and that Grace did friends, too. Hmm, said that Grace. Hmm, said that Lucille. Hmm, I said. Just then, Grace clapped her hands together, very excited. I know, Junie B. She's today. You and Lucille can trade. Today, Lucille can be brownie, and you can be blackie. And so that way, your horse paws will be the right color. Me and Lucille looked at he looked at that girl, cause that was kind of a crazy idea. Because that kind of crazy idea. Wait, cause what kind of crazy idea was that? He did a huffy breath. Yeah, only. How can I even be blacky when I'm already brownie, Grace? I said. I've been brownie for my whole entire career. You can't just go changing, you know? Yeah, Grace, you can't just go changing, said Lucille. That Grace looked embarrassed at herself. Oh, yeah, what was I thinking? She said, very mumbling. After that, all of us sat down in the grass, and we tapped our chins. We thinked and thinked and thinked, and then all of a sudden, my whole face lit up. 
Hey, I thought of it. I thought of it. I know exactly what to do, I shouted. I jumped up. Start again, Grace. Say your name again. Say that you're yellowy. That Grace looked curious at me. I'm yellowy, she said. I pointed to Lucille. I'm blacky, she said next to me. I spinned around real joyful. I'm brownie, she said. Only guess what? Yesterday, my grandpa brownie bought me some new black fur mittens, and so that is how come I have two different colors, apparently. After that, all of us did high fives, and we started playing horses. We galloped and trotted and snorted and snuffled. Only too bad for me, because the sun kept beating down on my horse head, and I got drippy inside of my attractive winter jacket. I'm going to die from a heat perspiration, I said. Or she just should put her, or she should just take her, um, um. Gloves and jacket off? Yeah. Yeah. And she should put her gloves in her, in her, I mean, mittens in her pockets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And put her, her jacket around her waist. That's true. That's true. And then she won't lose any of them. Yeah. I'm going to die from heat perspiration, I said. That's how come I trotted over to a tree and I took off all my stuff. First, I took off my attractive winter jacket. Then I took off my furry black mittens and I piled them in a careful pile. After that, I galloped away to find my horse friends and we played and played. Pretty soon, Miss blew her whistle. That means end of recess. Coming, shouted Yellowy. Coming, shouted Blackie. Coming, I shouted. Then I hurried back to the tree. Only guess what? Something terrible. Something was... I saw something very terrible there. That's what it's called. Hey, someone stole my mittens. Yikes. I can't believe people do that at school. I know. Like, obviously you're going to see somebody wearing them. You go to the same school. Yeah. What the what? The what? Chapter four, no teddy backpack. I runned all around the tree. 911-911-911, I hollered. Somebody stole them. Somebody stole my mittens. Miss came very quick. They stole them. They stole my mittens. 911, I shouted some more. Miss bended down next to me. Who, Junie B? Who stole them? She asked. A stealer, that's who? A stealer stole them. And what kind of School is this, because I didn't even know there was crooks at this place. Miss said, calm down and calm down my voice. Yeah, only I can't even calm down it's that good, because I am heart sick, that's why. Heart sick is the grown-up word for when your heart is sick. I looked at the ground real sad. Now all I have left is my dumb, attractive jacket. Miss picked it up. Then she holded my hand and me and her started to walk. You and I are going to the office, she told me. I quick tried to get my hand away from her. No, miss, I'm not allowed to go there. Mother said if I get sent to the office one more time, I'll get grounded, young lady. Tears came to my eyes. Grounded, young lady, is when I have to stay in my own ground, I said. Plus, also, I can, I can go on the rug. Miss smiled. I'm not taking you to the principal's office to punish you, Junie B. She said, I'm taking you to find your mittens. I did a gasp. Principal, I said, very shocked. Principal stole my mittens? Miss laughed real loud. No, Junie B. He didn't steal your mittens. The office is where the lost and found is located. After that, she took my hand again, and we hurried to the office. 
There is a grouchy typing lady at that place. I am not fond of her. Junie B needs to look through the lost and found, Miss told her. Please send her back to class when she's finished. Then Miss went to room, back to room nine and left me there all by myself. <sighs> the typing lady looked over the counter at me. I did a gulp. Yeah, only I'm not even bad today, I explained, very nervous. Somebody stole my mittens, and that is the end of my tale. The typing lady kept on looking at me. She didn't say any words. Sweat came to my head. Whew, it's warmish in here, isn't it? I said. Just then, I heard the door open. It was Principal. He was coming out of his office. I jumped up and down at his sight, because I know that guy very good. Principal, look, look, it's me, Junie B. Jones. My mittens got stole on the playground, and so Miss brought me here to get them. And so just then, hand them over, and I will be on my way. No questions asked. Principal looked at me funny. Then he went to the closet and pulled out a big box. This is a lost and found, Junie B., he explained. Anytime that someone finds something that's been lost, they bring it here, and we put it in this box. How come, I asked. How come they bring it here instead of taking it home? Because one time I found a nickel on the street and Daddy said I could put it in my bank because finding isn't the same thing as stealing. Right, Principal? Finding is lucky duck. Principal laughed a little bit. Well, finding a nickel in the street is different, Junie B. He said, for one thing, it would be almost impossible to discover who the owner of that nickel really was. And for another thing, losing a nickel isn't really a big deal. But when somebody loses something personal, like mittens, for instance, well, that's a very big deal. And so if someone else finds these mittens, they can bring them to the lost and found and the owner can get them back. He smiled. And that makes everyone happy, Junie B. He said, the owner is happy because she has her mittens back and the person who found them is happy because he has done a good deed. He pointed to a piece of paper taped on the box. See this? This is a poem. The third this is a poem the third grade wrote about the lost and found. It says, if you find stuff, bring it in all day long, you'll wear a grin. I did a frown. Yeah, only here's the problem. I didn't lose my mittens. They got stole off the, on purpose. And so no one will bring them in and wear a grin, probably. Principal raised up his eyebrows. Well, you never know, Junie B. Why don't you just look in there and see? He opened up the box for me. That's when my eyes got big and wide because it was filled with the with the wonderfulest items I ever saw. There were sweaters and sweatshirts and baseball caps and gloves and balls and lunchbox and scarf and sunglasses and watch with Mickey Mouse on it. And also there was a backpack that looked like a teddy bear. Ooh, I was wanting one of these. I hollered real thrilled. I put it on my back and skipped around the office. How does it look on my back, I asked. The principal runned after me. He took that teddy off my back and put it back in the box. We're looking for your mittens, remember? Just then I felt upset again because I almost forgot about those furry guys. That's why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My mittens, I said, real gloom. I looked through the box some more. They're not here, I said. My mittens are gone forever, I think. I did a sigh. Then I picked up the teddy teddy backpacks again. Maybe I will take this instead, I said, because this teddy backpack will ease my pain, I believe. Principal said no.
my ass because the owner doesn't even want it anymore, I bet. Her mother already bought her a new teddy backpack, probably, and so this one's just going to go to waste. Principal stood me up and turned me to the door. That means I'm leaving, I think. Come back tomorrow and look for your mittens again, he said. I talked real fast. Yeah, only I just remembered something. I I used to have a teddy backpack just like this one, maybe, only then I lost it, probably. And so I better take that one home with me or else my mother might get mad. The principal walked me to the door. He faced me down the hall. Goodbye, Jimmy B, he said. I hanged my head in real disappointment because guess why? Goodbye means no teddy backpack. Well, we are going to stop there because we lost Peyton. She is asleep and we will see you tomorrow night.